listened to none of them. You what? You've listened to none of them? You haven't listened to one podcast? Really? Oh, man. I've listened to them You're a coach. Yeah. That means I need to have time to listen to them. Not even 10 minutes? All right. You guys can open your LaCroix now. They're like, they're not not 10 minutes. They're half an hour. No, but listen to the first 10 minutes. Oh, okay. So on the podcast today, got Mel. Mel, how long have you been with us for? Over two years, for sure. Two and a half? Two and a half. It'll be three this summer. Yeah. And Emma started coaching almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. And was a member... April 2015. April 2015. So four months into us opening. Four or five months into us opening. Mm-hmm. Cool. No, seven months into you opening. Yeah. yeah. Emma... Made you a podcast on her own. I haven't told her yet. <laughs> so when I'm away, she's gonna she's gonna ask some questions. Should be interesting. <laughs> you ready for that responsibility? When you're away. What? When you're away. Or if I'm here and you know we'll have uh, what was it that they had at the Fortis there? The wine and wad. Wine and wad. Yeah, yeah we'll get we'll get five only. girls. Just kind of like the View. We'll we'll call it the uh, call it the View podcast. Crossfitters and go through the guidebook. Yeah. Yeah, like they do, what is it, the Froning and all them do around a table there? Well, yeah, you know what? I gotta, I'm not, I don't wanna shit on Froning, but it's kind of boring their podcast. I've watched it once, I'm like, eh, eh. I watched half of two of them and both of them, I was like, nope, not anymore. They don't don't really say too much. No. Like, I don't mind just talking about stuff, but. You know when Savan does his podcast? Like, he, he kind of digs a little bit into everybody, right? Like, Matt Frazier, what's your Nike contract? <laughs> you know, just kind of pokes him a little bit. I like that. So how'd you get into CrossFit, Mel? Um, Kyle, I would say. We uh, have always been at gyms. I've been to Mavadi, I've been to Good Life, been to Plyomax. Right. And he brought up CrossFit one day, and I was like, what is that? Uh, and then we went to, the, actually, I think it's on this weekend, the Health and Nutrition Expo, or whatever it's called. Okay. At the um, the one by the airport. Yeah. EY Center. Um, and we went into the back area, and there was this competition going on, and I was like, what's this? And Kyle's like, oh, that, this is CrossFit. And I was like, oh, sweet. Okay, this is cool. Was that NCR? I think it was NCR it that was, put that on, It right? was a few different people, a few different boxes but yeah ncr was the main one was the one hosting i think so correct i remember that yeah Yeah. i just remember seeing people running back and forth they were doing weights they were doing rope climbs they were doing pull-ups and i was just like what is all this and kyle's like this is what crossfit crossfit is is what i've been telling you all about and then one day i was driving by um on strandford and saw your sign and took a picture of it and sent it to kyle and next thing i know i got home that night and kyle's like so i signed us up for a free class we're going to try it Nice. So, then that was it. And why the, uh, so you're how old? You don't mind my asking? 30. 30. And what did you do prior to, so prior to me and Kyle, high school, what were you doing? Or, or did you guys start dating in high school? No. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no I didn't meet him till mid-20s. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so high I school, did, sports? Uh, com- uh, competitive horseback riding. Horseback riding. Okay. Dressage? Yeah. Nope. Hunter and jumper. Okay. Up to the provincial levels. I've qualified for provincials on yeah. my horse and somebody else's horse twice. 
So, yeah. I don't see any fat horseback riders. There are. There are? Yeah. Because I've seen them when I watch the Olympics. It's like, they're all pretty... You, at that level, especially that level, I, I don't know if, if they could be skinny fat, but they're not out of shape. No, you have to, it is cardio. A lot yeah. of people will say, oh, you just sit there, but no, you do work. It is cardio. It is yeah. a lot on your, yeah, on cardio. Um, but lower levels, there definitely can be. Really? Yeah. Okay. So that was your sport growing yep. up. Yep. And why the continuation past that? So now you're... You're working, you're going to school. When did you say to yourself, yeah, fitness, I want to, fitness is important or you just like being active and fitness is just kind of a, uh, like being active, a bonus. like being active and with horseback riding, it's all about cardio and never about strength. I've always had lower body strength because that's all yeah. horseback riding is, is your lower body and your quads and stuff. And my arms were always tiny little things. And uh, so I started doing fitness, and my brother's really into fitness, so I started going with him to the gym and having him kind of show me the where's, ropes. Where's, where's your brother live? Now in Mississauga. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was good to go with because he pushed you, and he showed me, you know, this is how you use machines, and this is how you do these movements because it is intimidating I always hated going into good life or Movadi on my own and for sure going to those free weight sections for where sure. all the big guys are I was like I don't belong yeah. here I don't know what I'm doing so they don't know nice. what they're doing either it's okay probably not <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was intimidating so it was yeah. nice to have him to go with me and show me the ropes and stuff and then when I met Kyle he was going to good life as well at that time he was doing a lot of cardio because yeah. he had already lost 40 pounds when I met him and he's now lost another 50. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember those pictures. Mm-hmm. So he's done, did a lot of cardio. So we were always on opposite ends of the gym. Okay. Cause he would focus on cardio and I was focusing on. What's your brother weights. doing now? Uh, he did a bit of weightlifting, did yeah. some competitions in that. Um, like powerlifting or Olympic weightlifting? Olympic weightlifting. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, did a couple in those and then now he just works out five six times a week doing the buys and tries i i really don't know what he does anymore he goes to a gym he kind of the way he describes it it almost looks like a crossfit gym but then another section of it has like those machines okay like you would find so it's like a combo like yeah. a combo like he says there's turf on it like you can do handstand okay. walks things like that i guess they're a little bit more popular down in the gta area those types yeah. of gyms yeah um so he's there he brings his girlfriend now too and uh, just works on his overall fitness yeah. there. I think you'll start seeing that in Ottawa too, eventually, like some combos. Um, they won't necessarily be affiliated, but they'll call it I, functional I fitness. I think there's one, because I saw a friend post about it, and I, I don't remember the name of it, but it's off Conroy and like Celeron area, where your um, Sky Zone is, where Good Life is. Okay. Because she posted a wad one day, and I was like, oh, that's very similar to CrossFit. I was like, where are you going? And she said, oh, it's not CrossFit. I forget the name of it now, but it, she had taken a picture of it and it looked kind of like a CrossFit, a CrossFit gym with a little bit of machines in the corner as well. It's like, um, what are those two gyms downtown there, Emma? Capital Strength. There's Capital Strength and there's the one right across from it. Human 2.0. And Human 2.0 that are not... Crossfits, but they have the turf, they have the prowlers, they have the bumpers, have the pull-up rig. 
and they train a lot of uh, 67s, a lot of red blacks, because they're, they're close to Lansdowne. And it's not necessarily wads, but mm-hmm. functional fitness, stuff like that. And you will see that for sure as things come up. Cool. Um, Emma, CrossFit, how did it happen? Tell us, tell us, the, tell us the short version. <laughs> Went to university, got fat. <laughs> got fat. Freshman 25. I thought it was the freshman 15. Yeah, they called it. <laughs> Came back. My sister-in-law put on weight too, finishing ACP. We found CrossFit in Westboro. Then I got injured. And then my one of my friends and coworkers was, telling, was talking about YOW and then convinced me to come. And then the rest is history. So before university, sports, like same question to Mel, sports, activities, lifeguarding, right? Yeah. So swimming? swim instructor. Competitive, swim instru- uh, competitive swimming at all? Competitive with a master's team, not like yeah, yeah, yeah. age group. Right. Um, so swimming four or five times a week. Gym every once in a while, but. So swimming like, was your thing, high school kind of coming up? Yeah, from like four to 18. Yeah. Did you do the whole like swim in the morning, swim at night, like some of the competitive swimmers used to do? No. Like I in university? Four, four or five times a week in the afternoons. And did you continue that a little bit in university or is that full on just school and university life? I uh, swam so on the intramural team. Okay. My university didn't have an intramural team, but everybody made the university varsity swim team. Whether you got to compete or not was a different thing. But if you wanted to swim, you could swim on the, you could swim with the varsity people on the, in, in, in that lane over there. <laughs> <laughs> there was no varsity people on St. Effects. Which I, which I did after soccer season. I swam a little bit because kind of leans you out. Gives you but, good lung uh, capacity. Huh? Gives you good lung capacity. Yeah. Yeah. But it was fun. Swimming's fun. I wish, I wish we could have a pool, but the maintenance involved would just, is astronomical. Yeah, it's 200 to $400 an hour to run a pool without guards. How many lanes? That's any pool. That's any pool? So if I have two lanes, and I have eight lanes, same thing? Oh, two to four. Oh, maybe it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> two to 400 bucks an hour. That's a lot, minimum. Do I have to pay that every hour for 24 hours, seven days a week? Well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Okay, maybe it's really it's expensive. Yeah. So Mel, you went to the games last year. Yeah. Tell us about that. Tell us about that experience. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it was really cool to be there and see even just uh, Wisconsin being so welcoming because uh, yeah. we were there two days before it started, I think it was. Okay. So as we were arriving, all the athletes were arriving. Like we got there a little late, but as we arrived down by the water where a lot of them were staying. Um, they were just finishing up a dinner. They had had a debrief and were finishing up a dinner. How, 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 do, how do you know this? Were you creeping them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all post things. We, we knew what they were up to. Um, actually, we'd gone on to see from the view what it looked like because Castro had posted a view from his hotel room, and that's when we narrowed down where oh. they were staying. <laughs> So we went down there, and uh, as we were getting out, the demo team was getting out of their van, 
Yeah. Um, so Paul was there. He was there and he recognized uh, us right away. Sweet. And uh, so we got talking to him. Yeah. And then we made our way up. We could see a few of them still chatting about and then others were walking. But even Wisconsin, they had like, um, they had printed pictures of all the athletes in that clear sticky stuff that they put on walls and yeah. stuff. And they were all over different restaurants, different shops. And it was always like Wisconsin welcomes CrossFitters, Wisconsin welcomes CrossFit Games. Ton of the re- um, restaurants and cha- had changed some of their menu items okay. to kind of be a little healthier. Okay. Um, then some they had rented uh, Rogue actually rented out a um, like a frat bar. Yeah. Um, I, saw that. I forget what it's called. So we were there for an afternoon. <laughs> I forget what it was called, but uh, I we were it was there. Called. It was like eight dollar pitchers. That's why we went there. The overall consensus was that it's um, you know California. A lot of things are going on in California. And apparently, like, outside of Carson, it's, it was pretty rough on. Whereas Madison, the whole town for that week, like, revolved around the game. They all did. They all did. Everybody knew what was happening. Uh, you heard people complaining about it. A lot of the people that lived there and a lot of the people at the hotels were like, oh, they're the CrossFit people or here come more CrossFit people. Right. So I think some maybe weren't. Some s- weren't knowing what they were going to be expecting, maybe, or some maybe growing pains for sure. Mm-hmm. So, I think this year might be a bit different, um, yeah. knowing what's coming and how many are actually coming because I think yeah. there was more than they thought because hotels were sold out. I think by like, it must be January. nice, yeah, it must be nice where the whole town is about this and nothing else really matters yeah. except for that event. Yeah. Oh, they had signs everywhere. We were yeah. just outside of, I guess, Madison. Are you guys going time. back? Uh, no, no, not, not this year. year. Um, I know, I think a couple of people have booked a hotel for now tentatively just yeah. to have it booked. We're going to regionals this year though. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go do that. And then we're thinking about, uh, Kyle and I would like to go to Wadapalooza next year. Soon, soon, yeah. maybe not next year, but in the next couple of years. Yeah. Go down to Miami for the weekend and check out Wadapalooza. That's pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. I've heard. Seems cool. Cause yeah. they even go at night and stuff outside and stuff. So be neat to go see too. Different atmosphere, right? Not the same type of games, but still a competitive area. Yeah. So, so now doing CrossFit for over over two years, both yourself and Emma, um, apart from becoming more fit, what are the benefits that you guys have seen in two years? Like outside of fitness, clearly you're, you're fitter, stronger, faster, but what are other things that you're like, wow, I, I never thought this would be uh, a benefit of CrossFit? I'd say overall just even energy, right? I guess that comes with being fitter, but just more energy in general. Yeah. Um, I heard somebody say that because they've been doing CrossFit now for a long time, they're so much more aware of their bodies. Like mm -hmm. when you're sick, you know if it's it's not just the flu or when you're hurt or if it's a muscle strain or it's uh, something to do uh, structurally like bone, like you're just so much more aware of your body and how you're feeling. And when you're tired, when you're not, when you're injured, when you're not. Whereas before fitness or before CrossFit, it was like, yeah, something's kind of off. I don't really know what it is, but I'm just going to kind of ride it. I guess that kind of goes into the energy thing too. Like it kind of builds together but yeah you are really more aware of your body in tune with it you know 
why things work the way they do and how literally everything is related to each other. Like your core strength helps with shoveling or like your getting upside down doing handstands or you know flips on the rings helps with your vestibular strength it helps with your balance so even when you get sick and your ears are blocked you know your balance stays the same I think it makes you more aware too like I just think about it this past week we got a couch and lifting it out of the truck the other day during the ice storm or whatever we had yeah. right just being aware of how I was even lifting it because I was also being cautious of that I'm yeah. standing on ice, yeah. right? But I think just, yeah, being aware of, you know, deadlifts, very mm-hmm. similar, right? So just being aware of how I was carrying it into the house too. Like picking yeah. up kids, yeah. like working with kids, you realize that a lot of people don't bend their bend over to pick up kids properly in bicep curl where, you know, if you drop your weight down and deadlift them up and then kind of pop your hip to jerk them, then it's actually way safer on your body. and. Mm-hmm. Can you, <clears throat> do you both know what it takes to peak? Like if we have the open coming up, which is our next topic. <laughs> so the open coming up, you guys have been doing CrossFit long enough. Do you know what it would take for you guys to be at your best for a Friday workout in terms of nutrition, mobility, rest, alleviating stress? Are you guys more aware of those things now going into that workout or you're just like, eh, just let it roll? Kind of a bit of both. I think if you put too much thought into it, then you stress and then your body responds to that. But clearly, like, if you <laughs> if you don't eat well the whole week, then your body is really not going to be prepared at all, whether you think about it or not. But sleep is always the most important factor, even over nutrition, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. Even nutrition, though, like, there are days you come in and if you've eaten something heavy, you know before you even start that it's going to hurt probably more than if you had eaten properly and followed whatever you're used to following in the week, right? Yeah. You could definitely, the Friday night lights there, I could tell, like, people were thinking about the open when Jamie was the only one having a beer. (laughs) Everybody else is like, everybody else has their shaker, has their water, and... Yep. <laughs> it's not it's not far now. No, no. I mean really is a beer gonna really throw off your No that, that's and... right. It's not, right? It's not gonna throw off if you had one beer. But nobody had one. Nobody did. I didn't have a beer because <laughs> I was tired. It was interesting. I didn't want one, but... Pardon? I didn't have a beer because I was tired, not because I didn't want one. Right. I don't yeah. But that was I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, I, like, noticed, oh. I noticed it too, right? <laughs> Normally we're all popping open beers. I'm usually one of the yeah. first ones. As soon as the workout's lie, over, right? it's like beer. <laughs> so, yeah, I noticed that too. And nobody had. Uh, Jamie yeah. popped hers and she was kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I think she only had the one. Yeah. Yeah. So, third open? Yeah. Third. Third open? Expectations for the open or goals for the open. <laughs> Actually, no. Let's Let's start... Why, why are you doing the Open? I think it's a good test of overall fitness for the whole year. Um, this past year, I struggled trying to balance between um, lifting weights and cardio. I have always been really good at lifting weights, so I focused on cardio, and then I noticed my weights were disappearing. Mm-hmm. So trying to find that balance mm-hmm. back again, mm-hmm. obviously hard. Yeah. Um, and I feel I'm there now, so I think the open is just that next test almost to see am I there because it does 
usually he programs a balance of those. Um, I also really like it. They did it for the first time last year. Um, different services and you rank on that so school teacher yeah. is one of them yeah. which is really cool to see I you know open wise in general yes I'm way down there but teacher wise it's really cool yeah so uh, I always check that off to see where I'm at this year I'm hoping to RX most of them yeah hope I'm there I got to RX two out of five last year so at least more than that this year <clears throat> does it does it bother you that if you can RX one, uh, like if you can RX the first set of movements, but that'll be your workout, at least you got to RX it. Or is it like, I'm trying to, what I'm trying to ask is. Do you feel accomplished completing the workout? Do you feel accomplished? You're like, no, I want to do the scale so I could complete the workout. I know what you mean. Cause I'm often there now with a lot of workouts, right? There'll be one movement that I'll see and I'm like, shit other than that I could RX right. it um, or I just scale it and just go for it I think it depends on what the workout is what the time cap is on it because I I don't yeah. know sometimes to me it's worth it to get that RX but at the same time if I'm only going to be doing 10 reps that's not worth it to me to get that RX beside my name it's it's not so here's here's my point of view on it is it's worth it in the open because it is a competition and you do one rep at RX, it does put you ahead. Yes. We'll never do that during classes because we're trying to get stimulus for training and practicing. Right. But the open is, is a different beast because if you want to drop a 10 pound plate, well, I'll cringe, but it happens. I let it happen. Right. Cause it is the open. Um, so hopefully people do understand that, yeah, it could be a two-minute workout that you've been waiting a week for, but we'll see what happens next week, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because one week could have movements that just aren't your thing, and you can only do yeah. one or two reps of it, and then the next one you could be able to do the whole thing. But if you can get one muscle up, and that's your workout, how, how big of a deal is that? I'd take it. Yeah, I would take it too, two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't I would have taken that. Would not complain about that. Yeah, for sure. So good test. You like that category? Mm -hmm. People yeah. doing the open for the first time or are on are on the on the cusp of I don't know. What would you say to them? Why would you say, yeah, do the open? Um, I think it's more part. Not even just the open like being on the leaderboard there or whatever, I think it's just the atmosphere in here, right? It's even bigger than a Friday Night Lights. Yeah. You get more people. It's such, I don't know, I love the adrenaline. Like your adrenaline builds with it. Having everybody behind you cheering you on. Having a judge, it's a different kind of atmosphere. And yeah. I think everybody should at least try it once. Yeah. It's a different, totally different atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Emma, expectations of the open, why you're, why you're doing the open, why is the open important to you? To be honest, normally workouts that I would really want to program for myself. Yeah. So it sends you right into that dark place, and, but it really shows you, Willie, what you're made of for the five weeks, but at the end of the day, it's just five workouts. 
questions. So did you RX every workout last year? And the year before, yeah. So the goal is obviously to go RX. Beat you in handstand push-ups. Pardon? Beat you in handstand push-ups. I'm telling you, there's not going to be handstand push-ups this year. <laughs> They're going to omit it. It's going to really, be out. I'd really like there to be ring muscle-ups. Yeah. Um, but in terms of, so obviously you want RX, there's a repeat workout. We all want to do better in that. Um, even if I don't do better, but I feel better about the movements, then I, that, that's, that's a good goal for me. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's, it's kind of weird, but I kind of want to fail at something. Cause then it shows me that crap, I have a gap that I really need to fix that I didn't count on. I don't know if I mentioned in another podcast, but uh, that escalating clean ladder, we had that one year. It was not about the cleans. It was like, wow, we all suck at Toaster Bar. Because we were like, oh yeah, like heavy clean, like how, like the thing we get through the 225 or this and that. And some people couldn't even get to the cleans because it was just, they were doing, starting to do singles on the knees to chest toes to bar. They're like, this is wild. And uh, it, it definitely changes the programming. So uh, things like that, it's like he, he's, uh, he's very good. And sometimes as, as a programmer, we kind of think like, oh, we have it figured out until we don't. Like, the well, open definitely pulls out some of your weaknesses for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Shows you the holes in your own, right? In your own strength. And well, I guess probably for you, for you as coaches and owners too, right? It probably shows. Well, I remember the first time we did the Open 2015. Did you do the Open 2015? No. And we found wall balls was a massive gap. Like people were failing on wall balls, like not getting into the target. It wasn't even below parallel. It was not getting it into the target. And that year we programmed a lot of wall balls, things like that. So that's always, that's always interesting to see where they want to go, where are the gaps how do you guys feel about uh, dumbbells? How many workouts are going to be dumbbell related? See, I don't think he's going to do more than two. Because really, I don't think there will be very many. I think 17-1 coming back. That's my repeat yeah. prediction. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's my prediction I think for repeat. But I think the dumbbells will come back in the repeat. For sure. For sure. The dumbbells were, uh, I liked them. I thought it was interesting. I thought, it, I thought it gave you like, oh, here's something that we don't do a lot. We do the movements, but it's a little bit different when it's mm-hmm. kind of freestanding. It's a freestanding object, right? Well, it showed you because they even did it in regionals, right? And it pulled out who was more all round compared to those who are just like pure strength, right? Like Paul Tremblay, Sam Dancer, right? All of them that are weightlifting like big guns, right? Right. Then you saw them. Like if you're very stable with with something overhead and two hands versus a unilateral movement, like there's huge weaknesses there. Stability wise, so. Yeah, Big for things. sure. But the top, like, the top guys still got through. Matt yeah. Fraser was still number one. Yeah. Velner was still number two. Mm-hmm. You know, Fikowski was still number one. At, like, mm-hmm. the top guys, like, okay, they just kind of dealt with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the guys who maybe were specializing a little bit too much kind of fell off the map. 
So that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got any questions about? Excuse me. I kept asking people. I was like, what should I ask? What should I ask? Um, For me or Emma. You got two coaches I here. I know. Eh? <laughs> or it could be both. <laughs> could be both. Um, Emma's answering first, though. <laughs> we were both very busy because I just think about it. I think about, like, how do you find balance for yourself like with me teacher horseback rider do crossfit do nutrition right you guys know right now i've pulled down my times i come here a week just because i'm because you're taking so busy, a course too, right? right i'm going to be starting to take a yeah. course too for for uh work um but i just think of both of you you guys right you own a gym you're a firefighter your own fitness your own nutrition you have children you work a few jobs you are are also in school like how do you find the balance for all that or what do you find harder? Like, what do you find harder? I'm not. I listen, so my, my nutrition is super nutrition. simple. Yeah, eh? I just, sugar, bad. <laughs> <laughs> veggies, good. <laughs> you know, meat, veggies, good. Uh, carbs, like, just try to keep minimal, right? Yeah. So instead of bread, have a wrap. Is that your hardest thing Those to balance is your nutrition? Well, or? So for me, nutrition is at a point now where it's, it's good, but if I want to go another level, it's going to take, it's, it's going to add like four or five hours to my week to weigh in everything, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to get some other stuff. I have some other priorities in line before I kind of do that, mm-hmm. right? So uh, Ben Bergeron talks about it a lot. And he talks about it in terms of buckets, like the more buckets you have, you only have so much water to put in every bucket. So you have to minimize your buckets, which means say no to a lot of things. Uh, There are a lot of cool committees and events that firefighters do that I've been asked to participate in. Like uh, our other coach, Mike Saru, is a pure fitness trainer for the firefighters. And I've been asked several times, can you do that? Can you do that? I'm just like, I can't. I can't right now. Mm-hmm. Like, if we could work out something that we could get firefighters in here and train them, then maybe. But I just, I just don't have the time. Because they do pay for your time to go in and train them. But it's more important to be here, right? Mm-hmm. So in order to find balance, you have to prioritize what you're doing. If, if you have one or two buckets, you're going to be excellent at them. Three to four, you'll be very good. But then once you start getting into like the six to seven, now it's like you have to understand that you're only going to be so good, right? And we talk about games athletes, there is no balance. They're all in, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Everything revolves around that. And I think they understand it. And we as spectators understand it to a point that there's, that there's a lifespan with it. And uh, that's okay. Like, they understand there's a lifespan. Once it's done, it's done. And they move on. They become more balanced. Like uh, like a Stacey Tovar, like a Julie Fouché, those kind of athletes, right? Who, being an athlete is not everything. Mm-hmm. It is for a time. And then, and then they kind of move on. Um, so, yeah, it's just about, you know, families first, gym second, followed by firefighting. And then uh, the training is, is number four. Like if I don't, I wanted to ride the assault bike today, didn't get it in because 
helping athletes, uh, you know, program, doing the cross and that kind of stuff. It's like, well, it is, it is what it is, right? So the athletic thing kind of comes forth and you have to, you know, Jeremy's getting X amount of double unders and more muscle ups than I am. Emma's beat me in handstand pushups. It is what it is because yeah. they're, they're, they're excelling, which is great, which is you're doing your job. Like my number two priority is the gym. So people are getting better. So it means it's working. My, my priority system is working. Yeah. Right. Which is the, just the cool thing. It's definitely cooler to see like people doing really good. PR your back squat today. Finally. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. That's cool. Um, Mike Spence back squatting uh, 315 for 10 reps. Holy. Wow. Yeah. Cool to see. Really, really cool to see. Yeah, that must be neat to see too, right? All like how much work you put into programming yeah. and everything else, and then watching your athletes. Yeah. And you PR do realize, and... like, looking at people like uh, Mike Friesen, Emma, um, you know, who are on the upward trend, and I'm starting to just like, I'm still getting a little bit better at some things, but it's, eh, you know, <laughs> get a little tired, a little faster. And it's okay, 36. Yeah. Just, just trying to hang around a little bit. Trying to hang around on some work. I was like, oh, that was tough. <laughs> Don't show it though. <laughs> Emma, balance. Balance of a, of a student athlete, as some would say. I have every single minute of every single day written down and programmed. That's good. It's the only way to stay on top of things. Yeah. So. I know when I need to get up every morning to get ready to go. I, need, I know what time I can take a nap, uh, go to class, what I need to do in between class, what time I need to be able to coach, when I work out. All my meals are slotted in, so it's just all the priority is school right now, finishing that. The gym is second. Enough sleep is third, and then training's kind of fourth. So just like Steve, if you know having an off day or you're too busy, then training takes a back seat, which I've come to realize is not the end of the world. So it's more yeah. important to. We had a podcast with David. Uh, well, you know Dave. We met Dave at regionals. Dave. Uh, David Osorio. Oh, Osorio. Lasorio owns the owner CrossFit, CrossFit Brooklyn. Brooklyn. 850 members. Oh my God. CrossFit South Brooklyn, yeah. 25,000 square feet. He said the worst thing you can do for your fitness is become an affiliate owner. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, would, it takes a back burner, right? For sure. And I was like, yep. <laughs> but he said it still works out an hour a day, but you know, it's, it, is, it is what it is, right? And... Uh, like as, you, as, as you get more coaches and more members and things like that and things maybe stabilize a little bit more, then you could start to put a little bit more emphasis on your own fitness. But uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's just great being healthy, great being able to move, great being able to do stuff that 99% of the other population in North America can't do. Mm-hmm. And uh, man... Like you've been to regionals, these guys are unbelievable. 
Hey, I haven't been to the games. I don't know if you saw any of the Masters, but I follow uh, Ron Ortiz. Or, uh, his name Ron Ortiz. We saw a few. We did see a few, and and even seeing the team. He's a firefighter right? out of Miami. He was at the Cookville camp. He's like a fifty-year-old Masters, and what he can do is just unbelievable. And you're like, oh. You've seen some of the teens, right? The 15, 16. Oh, yeah. And like, oh. 281 snatch. Yeah. Uh, yeah 291. Of, 291. Of, yeah, it was the heaviest snatch. Even the uh, regular guys couldn't get it. You're just like, like okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's great just to be like, there's a, there's a cool meme too. It's where this guy's on a rower and he's old. He's like, what are you doing? It's like, I'm training to be a fan at the CrossFit Games. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Even all the fans are fit. And even Ben Bergeron says that in the very um, opening of Chasing Excellence. Yeah. He talked about, like, the place, if you want to go just to see the fittest people just walking around to watch yeah. the most fittest people compete. Yeah. That's where you got to go. When uh, my, my cousin Lisa, before she started CrossFit, the regionals were in Toronto. And I said, like, yeah, let's, why don't you come, like, just come watch, like, for an afternoon. The Invitational. And she was like, oh, my God, like, everybody here is fed. She's <laughs> like, maybe I really have to do this. Yeah. So just being, a, being able to be a part of that community is pretty awesome. Yeah. Right? And I think it's important, like, it's important, too, to take a step back and to understand, yeah, I may not have PR today. But I will PR down the road. Like, if I just keep at it, like, I will get better down the road. I, it may not be on the timeline I want to, but it's cool. Like, I'm still making progress. Yeah, it'll happen eventually. For sure. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Don't stress the numbers. It's not worth it. I give it, I, I stress for about 12 hours when I don't hit my numbers. And then I, like, Just gotta know, let it go. The calm takes over. But I think if you do CrossFit and you've done competitive riding, there's this switch, right? That there is. I think you get. I think as you get older, you get a, you get better at hiding it a little bit, but it's still there. It's there. It's there. Definitely. And it's like oh, and then then you realize it's okay. You'll get it next time. It was close. And you start understanding what did you do the day before? Are you tired? Were you injured? And there's a lot of factors, right, that kind of go into it, and it'll happen. Yeah. Last question. Workout that you would never repeat unless it's programmed or it's in the open. They're like, nope, 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 I'm not I, doing it. I'm grabbing my shoes. I'm walking out the door. There's no way I'm doing this. Next week. Yeah, I, no, I'd actually walk out the door anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, 16.5. I will never do it again. The thrusters and burpees thrusters over the bar? thrusters and burpees over the bar. I will never do it again. I would literally, if I saw it on the board, I'd walk back out. <laughs> and if you want to try it, I can, I'll do it. Yeah, no, I... What if, what if, I, what if I made you do it? Like it was programmed, but, it, but we did have a time cap. No, because then it's not the same. I don't even... It's not, I know it's not the same, it's but not the same. in a class, we do have to have a time yeah. cap. Yeah, I didn't even find it... <laughs> There's another class coming. <laughs> I didn't even find it physically exhausting. It was mentally and emotionally just draining. It was my first open. I'd okay. only been into CrossFit seven, eight months. Yeah. 
Um, thrusters at the time were one of my worst movements. Burpees are still one of my most terrible movements. And I just remember being in the very middle. I was the last one to keep going and the fact that there was no time cap and I just... What about 16.5 with the new burpee standard? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Oh. See, I like the new burpee standard. I don't, uh, I don't mind. It, makes it slows you slow me down. down. It, it makes you slow down and it, like, you, it's easier to not let your heart rate I just, get too high. I don't know. I just, yeah, it was mentally and emotionally just exhausting and draining. I literally was like, I was ready to literally just stop and leave and not finish it. I was just like, I don't remember how far my time. It was long. It's it was a very, a very long popular time. workout. Uh, that people dislike. Yeah. I didn't even RX it, obviously, but I just... I want to say, I don't know for sure, but I think that was the first open workout ever in 2014, because that was a repeat that did not have a time cap. Ever. And it just, like, it threw people, like, what do you mean? Because at that time, like, so everybody finished the open RX in 2014, but in order to finish it that year, you need to have completed it Right, and one girl took like twenty three or twenty four hours. Basically, did half of it, or whatever. Went home, slept, and come back <laughs> the next day, and just continued. It. Kept repping it out, and just kept the clock going. I think that's the thing, right? Because oftentimes Cause she wanted you know, to finish the open. You know, yes. there's a time cap, right? So in your head, you're like, even if it's terrible, like sixteen point five was, you can suffer through it for whatever 15, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. When there's no time cap, you're like, I literally have to finish this unless I literally pass out. Is right. It- is it because at the time maybe that we've we were conditioned to do twenty one fifty nine and now it's like oh here's maybe eighteen twelve six three yeah it literally was like, like yes yeah, I don't know like that's what I mean it was like, more it was more mental and emotional than it was physical 18. by any means but then you look at seventeen point five with the thrusters and double unders I loved that one yeah and I did that one RX right yeah I just I don't know. <laughs> Did not like 16.5 at all. Yeah. I, 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 you know what? I'm not going to, I will, I, I, I probably won't program it, I but I would, I would venture to say that if I did, you'd be like, you know what? That was not as bad. Well, maybe it's not thought two it years, right? It'd be about almost, yeah. it'd be two years later. So I hope I it's not going to come improved. up in the open, but I, I will guarantee you between this time and this time next year, I, I will program it. <laughs> And I will, I will put a time cap though. Emma, do you have the workout? I don't have one that I've hated. If I'm in the middle of it, I wanted to quit, but I mean, it, it's, it's fun to go back and test something out that you thought you hated at one point and do it again. Like Fran, the first time I did Fran took me 20, <laughs> 29 minutes and 32 <coughs> seconds. I will forever remember that minute. That was... I ripped my hands 15 times. Like, yeah, but what are you down to now? In she, had, she had more exactly. no reps than she did reps. She would like, look at me. He's like, did that count? I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, it was the day I got kipping pull-ups. You're like, let's do Fran. I did not say that. <laughs> yes, it was. No, I didn't. It was Maybe, August. I think I was joking. Though. It was August 2000. I think I was semi-joking. No, I got a kipping pull-up. I was like, yes. And then you're like, okay, cool. Let's do, I'm doing Fran, so do it too. And I was like, really? And you're like, yeah, do it. You got kipping pull-ups. And... I could not wash my hands for two or three days, but that was. <laughs> but like I hated that workout at the time. I was like, I never want to do it again. But then the next time I did it, I was down to like eleven minutes. So 
that was Ricky Coach and that'll never happen again. I'd be like, <laughs> no. Yeah. Sweet, Maddie got one. Okay, Fran RX right now. Yeah, we may well, or may not be doing Fran this week. Maybe. Maybe. I was going to say, we haven't done it in a but, while. But we will have a... Fran is coming. We will have a time cap. And the reason, again, we have time caps is so people can, uh, you know, look at that stimulus in terms of that time cap, right? What What is the max I should be doing this in so they can pace it? Maybe not pace it, but use the accordion scales, right? Because this is what we're looking for. It does. It gives you, right? You have time. You're like, okay, this is how much, like, effort to put in or pacing it, right? When there's no time cap, it's... Yeah. Just go. There are still, you know what? There are still CrossFits that will say, like, if you could do it RX, do it RX. And uh, that's, that's not the purpose. That's not the purpose of CrossFit, and it's not, it's not going to get you better. It's not going to get you fitter. Like, you know, if we had something with a 405 deadlift, yeah, I'll do, like, one or two reps and then have to wait four or five minutes. <clears throat> so make it one round. Or let's make the deadlift... You know, 275 and can move, progress through the workout and train, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's definitely the purpose. Oh my God, 45 minutes. <laughs> Longest podcast in history. It's good good job, Mel. Right there. <laughs> I remember. I like to talk. No, it's good. That was good. Okay. Thank you. <laughs>